You are listening to a special winter edition of Transfor from Four Fields of Anfield Road, the world's international LFC podcast. all around the world. Uh, this is Eric from 4. Um, and this is a Trends 4 show. The window has opened. I uh, want to wish you all a, a, a very best, all the very best for 2018. Um, hope you had a, a very decent New Year's Eve. I had an alright one, uh, which is always nice. And um, there was uh, there were drinks, and drinks are always good. And um, oh, in the midst of uh, two two. Two two one wins. Um, something else happened. Um, we bought a lot, and we didn't bought just a lot. We bought a seventy-five million pound central defender. Get the fuck in. Um, with me tonight, um, Jason, uh, Vez, Christian, um, and we have Mental and uh, perhaps Drew, who is uh, who, who might join in. So, um, uh, hi guys. Hi. Hi everyone. Hi. Hope you had a, a, a very decent uh, New Year's. Still hangover. <laughs> oh, you should. You, you're German. You should be hungover. Yeah, the the beer is cheaper here. <laughs> <laughs> right, so um, let's get started with the one that we've actually gotten in. Um, Virgil van Dijk. Fess, what was your reaction? Well, obviously I was thrilled. I mean... Uh, it's a whole lot of money, but uh, I'm of the popular opinion among the fans that that uh, that is the player we need. So you just pay up if if what you need and what you want costs a lot of money. You pay up. It's as simple as that. You don't hold back. Uh, finding a cheaper alternative always uh, could come back to bite you in the ass. I mean. Uh, spending a lot of money on, on a certain player is also a big risk, but uh, I think we need to to trust the manager's judgment in this. If Klopp wanted Virgil Van Dijk uh, to play in his back four, then then that's the player we needed. And if he costs seventy five million pounds, then well, that's how much he costs. It's just a question of do we want him or not. Yeah, I'm, I'm fully with you. Um, not not surprised. I'm absolutely uh, incredibly happy that that we bought him. Couldn't care less about the money. Um, <clears throat> this is what you pay for top players or big names or um, or the combination. Um, you know, we've tried the let's hope this works out 
and at times it, it's been it, it has worked out um, you know um, Sturridge has uh, has a decent career for us but he, all, he is one that we decided to well you know well, let's try out how he does we, we tried it with um, Coutinho who will be um, who we will be covering extensively further on in the show um, but you know it's what a lad like him costs and yeah a three a three million pound defender can also score the winning goal uh, against Burnley, surely. But um, you know, Fandijk is one that might save you ten goals, and he might even score you ten goals in the season. Um, that's a whole that's a whole huge difference in goal difference and points difference. So I'm absolutely made up. Uh, Mental, what's your thought on uh, on the Fandijk? Um, I think. Uh... Um, well, under Rogers and Edwards, we built a back five, and um, yeah, you'd have to say it ended up being a back five worthy of sort of sixth to eighth place. I think um, that was the stand of it. Now, whether that was because that was all we could afford, because you know we we were trying to stop the club bleeding money, uh, which we were doing when uh, the owners bought us, um, and that's all we could actually pay for in terms of wages and transfer fees or if it was uh, just we our judgment was off and we just didn't buy the right kind of players the right kind of mentality we'll we'll never really know that um, but you know we did we did we didn't shy away from spending for example putting 20 million into Lovren which back then was a lot of money for a centre back and Southampton's saying well if you want him you're going to have to pay um, a theme that we we would come to see more than more, more than once uh, reappear, um, and I think if when you build your back your defensive unit, you know if you you, you look to build those links, the, the relationships, the centre back pairing, you know, and you you look for a leader to come out of that defence um, in any team, and, and if you haven't if you haven't got that after several seasons of trying, um, even with revising the members, for example, bringing Matip. Uh, bringing in new fullbacks. Um, if you haven't got that leader uh, in your defensive line, and things are a problem, then you're going to have to go out and buy them. You know, uh, you can't wait another two or three seasons to get it right with some more 21, 22 year olds or something like that. So you've got to buy the, the the guy. Now, given our weaknesses, and uh, we're not a strong team aerially, um, so we, you know, there's a big need for us there. Um, we've got a you know, um, we, we play high lines. We play, we don't play with defensive midfielders, so there's quite a bit of exposure for our defenders as well. So the shopping list becomes very, very big, um, and so it gets quite difficult. So you, you, um, you don't have a huge choice of players. Then you know, youngsters won't do. You need someone who's pretty quick, who's very good on the turn, if you like, has recovery pace, can deal with one-on-one situations. And we're looking for a leader as well, a leader in the back, if not a leader for the captain's position. So the, the shopping list becomes really quite extensive. And so the number of people who are going to fit that profile is quite hard to come by. Now, Klopp turned around and said, you know, we looked at centre-backs 500 times, right? Because everyone yeah. was absolutely furious we hadn't bought a centre-back. So it's not like there's the, the, the Michael Edwards and the scouts haven't given them options to look at. Um, but I think you had situations like Koulibaly at Napoli was mentioned. Now, his, apparently it was going to be 60 million to get him 
out of Napoli, assuming Napoli would do business. And so I think Klopp's looked at all the different options um, and and thought, well, no, if I'm going to have to spend a lot of money, I might as well get the guy I actually really want that really covers all these different uh, ability levels. So that's that's why... Because think about it. There's no way that that uh, Michael Edwards and and uh, Mike Gordon from FSG are turning around saying to Klopp, this is the guy you've got to buy. You've got to buy him. He's 70 million quid plus add-ons. You've got to buy him. He's the one you've got to get. <laughs> They're not going to be doing that, are they? <laughs> uh, most likely not, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, so Klopp made his choice and the, the, price is, the price is the price. You pay it or you don't pay it. It's your choice. You pay your money and decide what to do. So um, we've got someone who hopefully will, well, he will eliminate the, the, the daft errors, you know, the daft errors we get from, well, Lovren mainly. But also, you know, we Clavin lost the header for the Burnley goal yesterday. You know, hopefully with uh, with Van Dijk in there, we're a much more formidable proposition for the aerial game, which is such a big part of English football. Um, yeah, I'm absolutely uh, in agreement with you there. Um, I'm, I'm going full fez here. Um, <laughs> it, it's also the steps we do before we start the errors um, because of his natural aggression um, and his, his, his vocal, vocal, call it leadership, call it, you know, he coaches his, his players a lot. Um, he said himself, um, if I if I walk off the pitch and my 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 throat isn't sore from all the yelling, uh, I didn't have a good game. No, and <laughs> our our team, our current current team is is very very quiet on the pitch. Now Henderson is is one of the few who actually barks some orders at times, um, but most of the time, it, not a lot of people are very vocal, um, and and he wants to be that. You know, it's it's in his. Uh, I want to say it's in his nature, but it isn't. Um, it's the reason why um, uh, Willem Twee, the, the the club where he played in in, in his youth, um, Hippias former club, didn't want to take a punt on him because he wasn't vocal enough. So um, he moved to Groningen, and, and and there they drilled it into him. And he kept talking and kept talking and kept talking, and well. Within the space of a year, he was captain there. He captain Celtic, captain Southampton. So, uh, you know, it's being both vocal and, and being a leader is is in his nature. So, uh, I'm I'm really over the moon. I can't wait for him to, uh, you know, to to get up to our fitness, our required level. And in the meantime, um, Lovren, Martip and Clavin are doing a very decent to do a very good job um, you know most of them especially Lovren responded really well to um, to, to uh, uh, us buying him as soon as it became clear he had two really good games um, so talking about those um, I, I'm adamant you can't say these days that you have a fixed a fixed 11 you don't have a starting 11 and bench players you've got this first 16 to 18 um, but you know um, Jason 
the night before we go into uh, uh, or the day of the Champions League final and we're in it everybody is fit who do you pair him with? <laughs> well uh, it's, it's, at the moment uh, it's actually a really hard question because I think most people would assume um, Matip but I don't think he's been great this season, you know. Um, he gave he gave away the pass for one of the goals in the recent games, didn't he? Um, Body. Yeah, that's right. Um, in the Leicester game. I thought uh, that was more of a Chan error than Martip, but all right. Oh, no, 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 definitely. I think... Uh, no, no, no. I, I definitely, I didn't think that was Chan's fault because he... Um, wasn't in a position that the pass was so far away from him that he had to try and slide in to um, recover it. Matip points, stayed, Matip points where he needs to go. Maybe he should have stayed on his feet, but yeah, I didn't think it was a good, a good pass, you know, a hospital pass. But anyway, um, regardless, I, I think... I think this year, I would say Clavan has probably been the most reliable... And um, on the last couple of games, I would say maybe Lovren has been the Lovren has been the strongest. But the problem is, would you want to go into a Champions League final with Lovren knowing he might have a a Tottenham game? If it isn't Seville, I would I would I wouldn't mind it. <laughs> no, wouldn't, that, wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't that be um, Moreno <laughs> no Moreno no Lovren um, yeah. I'm, I'm happy to take on Seville so Robinson Robinson Matip for that game yeah yeah. Um, if it's Bayern I'm, I'm very okay with Lovren <laughs> what, what the answer would be and, and I think this would be the answer Klopp would give so uh, now I've had a, a chance to think about it a bit um Whoever is playing the best at the time should be the the players um, who who get into the Champions League final, and that that seems to be exactly what Klopp does. And um, you know you can see that when when someone like Klavan starts a game and he he, he costs um, three or four million or whatever, um, and wasn't and was expected to be a squad player, so. I think we'll just have to to see. Um, Shit, who, who great goal by Chelsea? Sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. I, just, <laughs> I did just catch it myself. <laughs> yeah, too bad. It's a drunk driving murderer bastard who should be in jail. But other than that, no no issues with it. That should be the equaliser, really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, m- move on. Um, for uh, if you're listening now, we're obviously recording this during the uh, Arsenal Chelsea game. Um, so, as you were, you were saying, uh, Jason, who are you pairing him with? Yeah, I think it should be whoever whoever is in best form. Um, so, in the last couple of games, I, I would possibly have said. Um, Lovren, but um, yeah, probably over the season, I would say the the centre back who's been mo- most reliable is Clavan. Yeah, um, but Van Dijk is is, I think, is is a left-sided I think, defender. 
I think what we expect to, I think what most of us expect to see eventually is for is for um, uh, Matip to um, be, be the player who plays alongside him except he's not been as good as he was last season I don't think this season I know maybe him getting help from a more vocal um, from a more vocal Van Dijk that can relax him which makes his, his footwork better um, and, and maybe instill some some uh, no aggression well Van Dijk likes to step out right because he's quite a mobile defender so it may be that Lovren doesn't step out because that's that's what Van Dijk will do I think that will help Lovren an awful lot because he gets himself, himself into such tricky positions simply because he he steps out of the line yeah so it might have a beneficial effect there yeah it, it absolutely may have um, Chris what are your thoughts on um, on the partnerships <clears throat> yeah um, technically from uh, skills wise I would see uh, Lovren is the most modern defender from his mobility um, Matip yeah he's not really informed with this uh, injury problem at the moment so he's not back to full fitness uh, if it's if it's about this this moment in time I would probably uh, put Lovren and uh, and Van Dijk together maybe also uh, um, yeah, back three might be might be an option, but um, I, I, I rate uh, Lovren quite highly. When he is quite, when he is in form, he's he's very mobile. He's a hell of a fighter, not just not just uh, in our own box, but also up front, winning a lot of balls back, a lot of tackles, and um, I would be quite happy with that pairing if 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 uh, if Lovren is fully concentrated, because we have. You know, when you bring him on the pitch, then we have to to rely on him, and um, then no howlers, please. It's worth mentioning as well that um, Lovren has been better when um, he's had uh, Robertson playing at left back mainly. So, without Moreno charging down the other end of the pitch, which <laughs> tends to leave the centre back on that side quite exposed. Yeah, but that is going to be uh, Van Dyke, and I've always liked Lovren a lot more on on, on the right hand side. He was also very good with um, with Sacco for a for a large part um, in, in in the fifteen sixteen season. The big thing has to be the keeper, though, doesn't it? You know, I mean, Mignolet is not good with in terms of creating that unit, that defensive unit. It's just. He's separate from the defenders. He's, he's his own thing. He's, he has his own little world. Um, so I mean, I'm, I'm sort of really eager to see a different defender in there with uh, with our, our new defence. New keeper, you mean? Yeah, sorry, new keeper with our new defence. On on that, um, there's a bit of a report about the uh, Brazilian number one. Um, difficult name um, at least he, he plays for Rome um, Vez have you any any insight about him for us well I've seen him play I mean uh, I have to <laughs> that is more than, than, than the rest of us can say so that makes I, you the absolute I, I, I expert on so this much. maybe I've seen uh, uh, two or three games uh, he seems like just the keeper we need I mean he 
uh, from what I've seen, he doesn't make mistakes. He's very reliable uh, on the line, uh, saves a lot, comes out, claims crosses, plays with his feet. He's out of the box quick, uh, has very good distribution. Uh, I think this, I, I'm, I will be really, really happy about about signing Allison if that happens because, well. Um, like I told you guys before before the the pod, uh, the first time I saw him, I, my immediate impression was, boy, th- this guy would fit fit in perfectly with with Klopp and Liverpool. Uh, he's just amazing. From what I've seen, I have again, I have to stress that I've only seen two or three games, full games. So how how reliable is the report? Mm. Well, <laughs> that's Not a very, <laughs> very tough question to answer. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's that's why I'm asking. As much as the report is reliable, <laughs> any report. I mean, uh, well, we can only hope. And even though even though I defended Mignolet in, in the last uh, several pods against you guys. Uh, <laughs> This one I, I'm hoping for, and I, and I have to say something about that defending thing. Uh, <laughs> the way you, you go on about Lovren, uh, partnering Van Dyke, uh, makes me think that even if we sign Allison or, or I don't know <laughs> any keeper in the world, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, uh, I won't be surprised if you uh, if you see Mignolet starting ahead of the new keeper in, in like a month. Because, <laughs> because a month ago we were debating about Lauren, and, and I was uh, defending him, and uh, you were all like, "Well, Van Dyke can't come fast enough." And now, when Van Dyke has come, <laughs> who do you see partnering him, Lauren? <laughs> okay, uh, enough with the jokes. <laughs> Well, at least you're enjoying yourself, so so that's all right. I'm sorry, I'm bring you, but I, I find it all just funny. Waco, uh, <laughs> brilliant result. Let's it's, just it's two two. Let's just hope that we get Alison. I I I would really really like that. All right, um, that's one name to to cross off then, and, and then um, we've got this lad up front. He's a Brazilian lad. Um, he's played a couple of games for us, and um, it appears that there's a tiny club in Spain um, that is interested in him. Um, <clears throat> let's reframe from uh, a whole lot of profanity for now um, until more is clear, Back, but. Um, yeah, but um, no, you meant. Um, <laughs> what do you think about this fucking fucking prick with our number ten being an absolute asshole, making up injury stories, trying to force uh, a, a transfer to you know this this fucking horrible horrible side in Spain. Um, he better be fucking injured, otherwise I'm after him with a cricket bat and I will injure him. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. I mean, I mean okay, let, let's go to, to the most reasonable of us all. Uh, Chris, what do you think about the Coutinho situation? 
I'm 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 a little bit surprised that he uh, he really plays the naughty boy here who needs to be slapped and reminded of uh, of uh, better manners. Um, and this uh, the, how, the way he's obviously pushing the whole thing, yeah, I'm, I'm threatening to go on strike, and I, I played my last game for Liverpool, and if those reports are true, it's always an if. Ah. Uh, uh, unbelievable! I've I've never heard about any of those stories in Germany, and no German player would ever do that. As far at least from my experience, it has never happened. I, I'm very. This sure is just unbelievable that he's still alive. I mean, um, you, you can't do that to your employer. You just signed a five-year contract, and all of a sudden, oh, Barcelona and nice job offer, and yeah, and now Chris, I don't play for you anymore. Hold on, Chris. I'm I'm, I'm fairly certain that's true. I mean. Those are the same reports coming from the same sources that that uh, reported the, the whole thing. Coutinho will refuse to play for Liverpool in the Champions League to, to be eligible to play for Barcelona in case of a January transfer and stuff like that. I mean, it, it's all coming from Spanish, I mean, Catalan press. It's, it's ridiculous. I'm fairly certain that that's not the case. I'm also, uh, I, I do believe that he is angling for a move that he has probably spoken to, to uh, the Liverpool board and then maybe Klopp too uh, about his intentions to yeah, but, hold, but, but I don't I don't think he he threatened to to, to strike or, or sorry stop. but but the, the I mean to summarize up all of the sources including the English ones um, I mean the um, the general the general message is that that the Coutinho and his camp are pushing for this move even more than Barcelona themselves. That may be true. Just that is unacceptable. That may be true, but that doesn't mean he's, he's threatening to go on strike and stuff like that. And I mean, that's uh, there has to be a line somewhere in between. Uh, yeah, I, I can agree with you that that's uh, unacceptable, and I do feel that Liverpool should should uh, hold their stance firm, firmly, and and you know he, he needs good slap across the face for his behavior. But but uh, still. Uh, I, I think that that uh, those reports coming from Spain, uh, that are largely quoted by the, by the English media, are just too much. To calm both of us down, first of all, we don't know if it's true, and you're absolutely right. So I agree with you this time uh, that the Spanish sources are fantastically reliable. <laughs> uh, second, secondly, Arsenal has just equalized and full time. Two two, so <laughs> all is good. Um, yeah, we don't know what's really going on, but if it's true that Coutinho is and his camp are pushing even more for this move than Barcelona themselves, uh, I mean this is very strange. And this this um, yeah, it's it's a shadow on on the picture we have from Coutinho. Yes, yeah. Sorry, go on, um, I, I mean, we have to remember, he cost us quite a lot of points earlier in the season where he didn't play for five or six games. And afterwards, he needed a, few, a little bit of time to, to, to settle back in. Um, that alone, I mean, yeah, was, uh, was far from, far from good behavior. And now then the end, he has tried everything and he, he has played really well and contributed and assists and goals and everything all right. It was very good. It was not fantastic, but it was very, very good. And all of a sudden, um, now this 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 fact go, starts again. I mean, yeah. What what should I think of that? 
get, uh, my personal opinion is um, if we can get 130, 150 million, so let's say the money uh, FSG wants for him, um, okay, get rid of him in the summer, not earlier, not at all cost. If he goes on strike, okay, then no further deal and he has to rot in the reserves. Uh, otherwise, we will replace him with uh, Thomas Lehmann in the summer. But we have to keep him till summer um, to have any chance of uh, pushing for top four and a good Champions League run. And we can't get any uh, non-cup tied top-class player in between. Uh, I will just say that the English um, broadsheets, you know, the, the more reputable journalists, they... Uh... <laughs> They're, they're more reporting. They're reporting a softening stance from the the club, um, yeah. but uh, but they've said that, they've said that uh, it's going to take a colossal offer to to make us look at it, especially after the Nike uh, stuff coming up. So it's worth yeah. it's worth yeah. it's worth just saying how they've couched it because you know um, together with this idea that it's the Catunia camp that's uh, doing this, well, that's not surprising because the agent has been charged with the job of getting him a move to Barcelona, right? But they're, they're suggesting that the club, um, what well, the club thinks of Barcelona is, well, they're going to have to blow us out of the water to make this happen. Yeah, Melissa already talked about the club's um, open to offers to, um, how to, to sort Coutinho out now for a transfer in the summer but it has to be no more of this low-balling bullshit that's been going on in, in the summer yeah none of this 15 16 million pounds a year for the next 23 years or something yeah yeah um, and 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 when he when he scores a hat-trick in the champions league final you you, you get 10 million <laughs> off, yeah. off it's 120 Sort it out. I mean, I'm 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 reasonably okay with with instalments that happens between all clubs. That's that's reasonably fine. Um, but it should be all about the summer. It should be a decent one, and Liverpool should be fairly simple. If you don't, we are going to report you for tepping up. The amount of times your paid players came out in the press, talked about a player you want from us. Um, the Nike thing, um, you know, it's unacceptable. We're not taking this. And if you're going to try and lowball us, um, we will try and get you a transfer, Ben, and we won't do business with you. Phil can rot in the reserves for all we care. He's not moving. And if I he doesn't want, I... if he doesn't want to play for us, that's all fine. Let's see if that stance stays. Um, if he's dropped from the Brazil outfit going into the World Cup, going to win it. I think the whole tapping up charges and reporting clubs, I think that really only works um, within a league. I don't think it works very well across national boundaries. Yeah, it does. Um, I, I'm not convinced it does. All the transfer bans that the recent Spanish clubs received were due to international transfers, so... Were they? No, no, no. There's lots of youth players for the for Barcelona yeah. or for Atletico. It, it, inter international ones. Were they? Okay. I think they, they take the youth thing a bit differently. But if you when you look at apologies and things like this last summer, Juventus had to apologise to Lazio. Um, 
Um, the, the current one is Griezmann, isn't it? Barcelona and Griezmann. The ones that sort of seem to gain any traction and end up with some kind of apology or something like that tends to they seem to be national ones. Hmm. Possibly. I can't remember the details of Real Madrid's one, and I can't, uh, yeah, so I, I don't know about that one. How nice would it be if we read tomorrow that John Henry is cited in um, in Madrid, walking with a case of a hundred million to trigger the release clause of uh, Griezmann. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's his yeah. big fat cigar in his mouth, and he's yeah. just carrying a hundred million in one. Uh, some, well, some pale faces down East Langs Road. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think, um, uh, you know, there are a lot of people who uh, uh, suspect that it that they're selling because they spent seventy-five million on on Van Dyke, and I don't believe that's the case. Uh, that money was there in the summer. Certainly, most of it was there in the summer to be spent on Van Dyke. So I don't think that's continuum money being spent. Um, and I think we actually we mentioned this, I think, in a previous pod. Um, but one one of the things that I thought about this was um, if you look at the Van Dyke thing, it it came from a lot of work, right? That's twelve months of work to get the the Van Dyke thing over the over the line, right? Yeah. Um, now, with the Coutinho event in the summer, right, uh, the club didn't go away thinking, right, that's the Coutinho situation finished. You know, it's over. He's with us. The end. We don't need to bother about this anymore. Um, they had to sort of sit down and say, right, what are we going to do? On the assumption that they were keeping for for a year, he'd have a World Cup. Uh, on 2018 is also when the new TV deal is decided for 2019 starting 2019. So lots happening in 2018. But they must have been thinking, right, what's our strategy? Um, And, uh, you know, what are we going to do about the fact that Coutinho is going to eventually leave us? Who do we want? How do we replace him? So overall, there's a strategy at the club to deal with Coutinho leaving. They must have targets in mind. Um, and they must be thinking next summer's going to be difficult as well because the World Cup means nobody wants to do business before it. Um, everyone wants to try and do business after it, and prices will be inflated by the tournaments. Um, and especially if the new TV deal is announced, that might also affect things. Um, so it's a difficult environment to work in. They must be thinking, they must have an idea of a strategy to replace Coutinho. Um what would and, yours uh, be? What would yours be? Well, my thinking is Klopp has um, a different idea. He doesn't go out looking to buy Coutinho's, right? You know, Coutinho is a magician. He's he's got he's a flair player. I don't think that's a Klopp type of player. You know, if you look at Cater, he's immensely physical and immensely mobile, and he has passing and shooting and dribbling skills. But he's yeah. not a Coutinho. He's not a little magician. This is that's not the kind of player that Klopp goes for. So you know, it, it, it feels like that Klopp actually wouldn't doesn't mind. He, obviously, he likes quality, but he doesn't mind particularly losing Coutinho. He wants some really good box-to-box midfielders that are aggressive and direct and move the ball very, very quickly. He wants a lot of pace and speed in his side. Um, 
So, you know, maybe Goretzka is a type of player that he, he likes the idea of. Um, Lamar, possibly, but, you know, Lamar, 100 million euros, you'd have to question whether that's a good buy. Why wouldn't he be? He was um, one of the best players in, in, in the last latest uh, Friends games. Um, well, he might just think, well, actually, I need a couple of players and I can get a couple for 100 million euros. You know, I don't think he's sold on buying superstars. That's the thing. I know, I know uh, Lamar isn't in the realm of superstars yet. But, uh, you know, the, the scouts will be coming up with choices and players. I know he was, uh, we were linked with Milink, uh, Milinkovic Savic. Uh, Lazio. You know, yeah, yeah. In, in the summer, we, we, we covered him in one of the transfer shows. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds, it sounds like his um, cost has gone through the roof now. Yeah, PSG yeah, wanted yeah. him 170 million. No, we 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 may need to look elsewhere for that one. <laughs> Just yeah. wait until he fails in 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 in, uh, in Paris, and then we can pick him up. So the question is: the question is, yeah, Paris have got to sell some players to get things sorted out for their for FFP with their Mbappe and. Neymar purchase they've got to sell a bunch Barcelona have to sell a bunch of players as well so there's going to be players coming on the market for sure um, so it's a question the question is you know do we end up losing too much flair and creativity does that punish us does that hurt us or you know if you look at the Ox purchase for example how direct he is if we end up with more direct players does that you know do we yeah, not I, miss I, the creativity I was going to ask is perhaps uh Oxlade Chamberlain, who came in pretty late in the window, the actual already in replacement for Philip Coutinho. It, it was telling um, that he takes the free kick uh, uh, in, in in the Burnley game in a very similar manner um, to which Coutinho sets up Firmino in the Swansea game, I think, for the 2 0. was a very similar ball in a very similar style. Anyone? <laughs> Nobody thinks. Um. Uh, I I don't really think so. I mean, I mean, um, it's not all fixed to to positions one by one. Um, with Klopp, yeah. Um, Cham- um, Oxlade Chamberlain can can take the role a bit like that, but um, he is not the, the technically skilled player. He is skilled highly. He's more physical. He's very fa- very fast. Good passing. But um, yeah, he's a different kind of player. Um, so this Thomas Lemar thing, I thought it was would be much more like that, especially with, with the tendency to play on the left hand side. And Coutinho was mostly used on the left as well. Mm-hmm. So that would would be more the replacement thing, I think. Fez, what do you think? You've been awfully slow, silent. Well, uh, from what I've seen from from Lemar. Uh, I wouldn't mind signing him at all, but uh, um, I have this feeling that that we were interested in signing Lamar even before the whole Coutinho situation arose in the summer. And uh, if we if we are letting Coutinho go, then then the ideal replacement in my eyes would probably be Goretzka uh, in midfield. The funny thing about Goretzka... Uh, we all already have very good wingers in... in... Yeah, but that's, but that's only two. Um, Salah has a bit of a knock. Mane is out of form. <laughs> what do you replace him with? 
I think Fez is gone. Yeah. Yeah, his connection uh, has lost it. Um, Jason? Well, what's your I think, thoughts? Um, I think we shouldn't worry. I, I, I would be worried... I, I'd be really worried if it came to losing Coutinho in uh, in this window because that that would really harm our chances with um, getting top four and so on. But as long as we as long as we can sort things out for early summer, I wouldn't I wouldn't be overly worried then because we'll get a lot of money for him. And so far, from what I've seen of Klopp, he um, has done a very good job in the uh, in in the transfer market. I mean, um, in in if, if you think about his first window, getting in, he, he kind of had to go for look around and go for players who were not absolutely out of the top draw, but they've still done really well in Matty and um, Ginny and uh, Mane. But then this year, in in um, the most recent couple of transfer windows where we've had Champions League and so on, then he's been, you know, absolutely able to go out and get the the, the top targets with Keita and uh, Van Dijk and um, Salah. So if he's given a similar transfer kitty in the summer, some of that will come, no doubt, from uh, the sale of, of Coutinho then um, I'm sure he'll he'll spend it well. And wh- whether it all goes on a wide forward replacement for Coutinho or whether he um, um, he, he finds two or, or three players that he wants to fit in the squad, then we can be sure that um, we'll get some very good players in. How about we buy Lamar? Um how about we we buy Lamar as a direct replacement and say um, the midfield option is going to be Woodburn um, how would you feel about that mental uh, I don't think Woodburn's ready for that kind of role he's you know he, he we need to bring Woodburn on to the to a, to a point where he can go out on loan and he can get plenty of game time he's just too young and underdeveloped at the moment I think Okay. Anybody else thinks differently? Yeah, I think it's. I think. I think it's interesting that you mentioned Woodburn because I think when you think of um, players who can sit in midfield and you know chip the ball over the the defence for a striker or something like that, he's probably the next one I think of after Coutinho. So we, uh, I was actually thinking about this in the, the Burnley game. Um, we didn't really. We didn't really have anyone who could offer that, and even if you keep Coutinho, it would be useful to have um, maybe not someone as good as Coutinho, but uh, more like a backup option or or, um, or whatever. Um, so, yeah, I think the I think the idea is right. If you get a a wide forward and a creative midfielder. Um, that would that probably seems like the right way to go. Yeah, exactly. exactly but but uh, that's why uh, I agree with Mental that I don't think Woodburn is is ready 
for for that kind of responsibility just yet. And I believe getting both Goretzka and Lemar would be perfect. Yeah, that would be amazing. Yeah, yeah, that, yes. that would be. Um, well, that would also be the replacement for Emre Can. Yeah, yeah, you you you've killed two flies in in, in one blow, as they say in my country. Uh, you buy that midfielder that will uh, completely replace Emre Can in that midfield. Uh, that is able to do the role of Coutinho when he's playing in midfield and you have a player who's more of a wide forward who can uh, offer some proper competition to, to Mane uh, maybe even Salah who knows soon he's he's 22 he's, he's very young uh, can only improve Lemar of course yeah. yeah I think I think he's going to be uh, France next superstar does the Van Dyke signing show that um, that uh, FSG will do almost whatever Klopp wants? I actually think that this Coutinho situation uh, is maybe more of a, uh, of an indicator on that because I just read that Paul Joyce reported that the FSG plan to uh, hand the responsibility down to Klopp to decide on whether they will consider any offers at all. <clears throat> yeah, FSG is quite simple. We don't entertain offers. And the rumor is, and that's what Joyce is referring to, is the club is finding it uh, increasingly difficult to deal with uh, an unhappy player. And he basically doesn't want to. I can imagine, you know, you're on this, this train forward um, progression is everywhere. You know, um, the stands, uh, uh, you've got a new CEO who's doing really well and there's a lot of talk about getting, um, you know, d doing the any road development. So um, he, he's getting his wish on, on, on the Kirkby deal. So, you know, um, he, he, that's all talk and progression. That's all moving forward. And then there's this lad who's saying, Boss, let me go to Barca. Boss, let me go to Barca. Boss, let me go to Barca. I'd be very inclined to say, well, fuck off. If you don't want to be here, fuck off. You know, if you can't appreciate what's happening in front of your eyes, especially someone who's been here this long and who's seen where we were and where we are now. Um, I saw this video clip of... Um, the last time we played Everton in, in the FA Cup and you see who's on the pitch and you're watching who's on the pitch now if you don't think that's progression you don't know who uh, Jay Spearing is <laughs> if you think that Downing and Salah are on the same level as a right-footed winger if you think Bobby Firmino is on the same level as Andy fucking Carroll you, you need your eyes tested and a lot more as well, and lay of the drugs. So we we've grown immense, you know. Um, being unbeaten in in sixteen games, losing only three games in the entirety of a season, you know, everybody can see that. L the majority of the squad is still fresh or fresh as you can be. We've had very little muscle injuries. 
so the Dutch Act can fuck off as well. Look, that's all progress. And if you don't want to be a part of that, Jesus, lad, just fuck off. On our terms, but fuck off. But the other thing is as well, is that I think with, with what Coutinho is doing, he's, he's not... Uh, he, he just thinks it's okay for him to go, and he's not waiting for Barcelona to even come in with a reasonable offer or anything. It's just like, I just want to go, and that's it. And it's like, well, that's not how things work. Do you know what I mean? It's uh, if, if Barca... I mean, there's a, there's a few people at the moment who, who are saying they don't think that that Barca can afford it or, or whatever, and they're just faffing around and pussyfussing around it and hoping that eventually we'll just get pissed off with Coutinho's antics and sell him um, for, for not as much as we want for him. But at some point, I think you've just got to say, look, you know, you've got, you signed a long contract on good money and um, if Barca aren't going to come in with your market value, which is X, then get back on, get back on the pitch and, and play for us. And that's it. Or don't. And that's all right as well. Um, well, so well, yeah, go, go and rot, go and rot in, uh, you know, go go and sit on the on the beach in Brazil, but you're not going to play football. Yeah, let let's see how you like it up there. Not yeah, doing anything. The problem is if uh, Liverpool have the power to to keep him off any any sort of, of training or playing or whatever, in a, on a on a on a on a high level. On a, on a top level, which he requires to to, to, to stay in the top level of, of world football, and Liverpool can destroy his career. And um, I, I'm, I mean, I don't know what's going on behind the curtain, but um, uh, it's, it's unbelievable behavior from my point of view. If the reports are somewhat true, so if they're, they're yeah, I mean, Liverpool, Liverpool aren't going to do that. Liverpool are not going to sit him in the reserves for the next three years. You know. There's going to be a resolution to this one way or the other. The issue is Barcelona and what they can afford, really, because they're talking about buying Griezmann. Uh, uh, Balaguer said they've got to sell seven or eight players, you know, um, to, to raise the money to do all this. You know, we're talking about horrendous numbers, you know, 150 million euros for, uh, uh, for, for Coutinho with, you know, a very condensed payment schedule. Um, it's it, it. It almost sounds like it's going to be. The difficulty is going to be the affordability for Barcelona, for them to try and get all this, all this stuff through. Yeah, but also claims also claims that they spend uh, over eighty percent of their income on wages. Not sure. Yeah, that's, that's not. It's not true. No, um, they spend about sixty five percent on the, on wages, which is still a little high. But uh, what, they, what, what they've done is they've included the transfer amortization payments they make each year in to, to get to the 80%. Right. So, you know, does that make sense to you? So who would they sell? They would sell Thomas from Ireland, who's 32. You get a few yeah, quid. They, you got Mascherano. Duran, Mash. Alex Vidal, Araturan, De La Feu. Lucas Digno, maybe. Dennis yeah. Suarez. Alsace. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's he's a he's their youth, isn't he? So 
you won't be on on insane wages. But you know, it's a, it's a, t- it's a tough job selling all this. Yeah, yeah. If you want to to raise serious money, and they need to raise serious money, they've only made a thirty million um, profit in the summer with the Neymar sale. Yeah, and also they've uh, they've put Messi on a new contract. They've got to pay a hundred million euros as a signing on fee. Right, so hundred million euros signing on fee, hundred million euros for Griezmann, you know, supposedly one hundred fifty million euros for Casino. Uh, they can't do that. No, no it's not going to happen. No, they absolutely need to sell a whole lot of people, and none of these and lads will. will you're not getting a hundred million for Thomas Vermaal and Mascherano, Alex Vidal, Arturan, De La Feu, Rafinha, and Lucas Digne, and maybe Denis Suarez, and Andrew Gomes. Yeah, and you on, might get and, there. No, you might get there. You might get to hundred with all of them. Yeah, but you're also <laughs> your squad is incredibly thin all of a sudden. I mean, you, you still have to find buyers for for all those players. It's not that easy. I mean, <laughs> the, the for all of them, that's that's dead easy to find these. The, yeah, but the thing is, is though, teams are going to know they're desperate to sell, so they're going <laughs> to. It works the other way as well, doesn't it? It's like okay, then we're going to offer you half what we yeah. think value uh, is for them. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah. happy to take Arda to run, but he's thirty, and you yeah. don't want him. No, so his, so his, his <laughs> five five million quid. You know, yeah. the same, same as we did, same same as we did with Lucas and a couple of these other lads. You know, it's all nice and well. Yeah, Mascherano, we'll take him on a free. And only, <laughs> we will release you of his wages with that nice. We know all of these lads will will, will easily be get get a new club. Denis Suarez yeah. and Andre Gomez might actually, you know, raise some 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 reasonable money, but the rest of them, it's all old. Alex Vidal hasn't played in ages, so you know. Yeah. Obviously, you know, look at it this. Way. Look at it this way: they might sign Griezmann and then uh, offer us uh, Griezmann and the eight players, all of them together for Coutinho. <laughs> yeah, well, you include De La Feu, so there's no deal. Yeah, I think this is what's going to happen. See, um, I, I think uh, I think the, the the club are just going to sit there and wait for these offers to come in and see 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 what it, it you know is there actually anything that's worth looking at? They'll 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 reject them because it's January, and then I don't, I don't believe they'll do the deal unless there's a major building plan. That Klopp has got for two or three players that he wants to sort of, you know, because he wanted all that work done in the summer and he wanted to be looking at new things for this coming summer. Um, I think he's already he's already planning for um, in this window. Everything he's going to do in this window is basically done to go and try and win the title next season. That includes oh, Keita, that includes uh, Van Dijk, um, that includes uh, uh, you know wow. the Goretzka deal, uh, uh, yeah. Thomas Lamar, Naby Keita. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah okay. so I said the Keita deal. Nice start with yeah. that. Yeah. So you know 
Nowhere now that you're going to part with Philip Coutinho in the summer is is absolutely okay. You know, players will leave. He's played for us five, six, seven years. He's a Brazilian. He wants to play for, you know, uh, Barcelona. That's all fine. You know, we can all get that. But it has to be on our terms. And that's the annoying thing uh, about it. This is the mistake that Coutinho has made, you know, because he's got uh, Kia Jarabchen as his agent and he's basically said right get me the move you know and so the agent is doing everything he can to and he's feeding the Spanish press you know and he's basically going to the club like he went to the club to Barcelona last summer and said if you offer such and such a money they will sell you know and then of course FSG responded and said no there was never a price he was never for sale right so in other words there was a pack of lies and then the, the Barcelona came out and said that's what the agent told us Right, and blame the agent for it. So the agent is desperately trying to make this move happen because that's what he's been charged with doing. Right? But the stupid thing about it is Coutinho should have... All he needed to do was say, OK, what do we need to do to make this happen? Can we do this in a, in a way that suits everybody? You know, and the club could have said to him, you know, um, this year, no, because we haven't done anything. Um, as long as we can get things sorted out, then we can revisit it next summer. You know, keep keep your powder dry, keep your head down, keep going, uh, and we'll deal with it next summer. And then Coutinho gets would get his move basically, but there wouldn't be any of this nonsense and any of this aggro and all all this. You know, the Spanish papers being filled up daily on a daily basis with it. Uh, so I think he's made a really bad misjudgment in how he's handled this. Yeah, um, yeah, fully agreeing with you there. Because. Um, yeah, I mean, it was literally, it's literally a case of, you know, they could have, it could have been set up for the next summer to be done next summer, you know. But I think now we've got, the, the Barcelona have got massive problems. Um, and, you know, if you get the Asian pumping the situation up, really making it a difficult situation and, a, and an unpleasant situation, and then Barcelona don't have the money to go through with it, then what the fuck have you done, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um, you can go on to that. PSG instead. Yeah. What's that? Yes. You can go to PSG instead. <laughs> yeah, straight swap with uh, with Draxler. Not sure if Club Where? wants that, but. Um... What do you think, Fez? Would you go? Um, would you go with Draxler again? No. No, if there's any chance to, to sign Lamar, then no. Okay. I think I think Lamar is simply a better player and at a, a better place in this moment in time. And uh, well, <laughs> uh, it's it's a personal matter. I, I like him. I like him as a player much more than Dexler. <laughs> okay. Um, that's on... wow. That's pretty wow. That's Dexler. pretty. That's really saying something, best. Yeah, that's, that's actually take, that's actually taken a stance. Um, and we understand that um, you all listeners are very shocked by this uh, first taking a stance we are as well so we will um, end the recording here recover um, just one more one more stance oh he's going oh he's he's, he's going to make it worse he's on a roll now oh now now he's finally caught on um, okay thank you very much guys uh, it, it was a blast um, good news on the incoming um 
worrying news on the outgoing and in the meantime lots of speculations about loads of players uh, isn't it nice silly season this year thank you very much and we will talk to you soon bye 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 everyone And the mirror's reflection I'm a-dancing all with myself When there's no one else inside In the crowd and lonely night Well, I wait so long for my love vibration And I'm dancing all with myself
sweat, 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 sweat,